How many of you are here to meditate? You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> That's actually a line in the Avaduta Gita, one of the most sacred scriptures uh, in India. And the line is, anyone who meditates is, is committing a sin because you're starting with the presumption that you're separate from God and have to do something to reach God. When that illusion of separation is the ignorance, the sin, the original sin, and cannot be eliminated by that illusory ego making some effort to reach God. Because where are you going to reach to if you are already that? God is not an object somewhere out there. Not a being you have to call on a phone or have some telepathic connection with. There is no process by which you can reach God because any process simply takes you away from your own center. And so the only valid form of meditation is non-meditation. In which we realize that there is no one who needs to meditate. If you accept that you are a child of God and you belong to God and that you are created by God, then you have to understand that that process of creation is not a process as we know it, but an instantaneous, timeless emanation of the force of God revealing itself as reflected as a universe but the consciousness that you are within it is not part of the universe. You are witnessing the universe from that very same God consciousness. And the universe itself simply is God consciousness as differentiated vibrational energies concretized as the appearance of matter and time and space. But all of it is perceived timelessly in eternity that only gets apparently interrupted by the processes of, of the mind that are thoughts that believe that they are occurring within time and that time is real and is moving from a before to an after. But the very fact that both a before and an after appear mean that there is a consciousness aware of both that is not before or after, but comprehends all of time instantaneously and is pure duration that is not dependent on body or on location. And that even space must be illusory because could space have an end? What would be beyond it? 
This is the whole problem with the Big Bang theory, because the theory says that the singularity is there before space, but then what is it sitting in? They have no explanation for that. And so to say that space is endless means that you cannot define it at all. What is it? And all of matter they have now discovered now is 99.999% space. And then when you analyze, well, what is non-space in there? What are these particles, so-called? They turn out to be waves of what? Probability. So there's no such thing as matter, time, space. What is there? Reality is pure consciousness not any of its contents, which are a dream. And so awakening, becoming Buddha, is awakening from the dream that you believe you are in and that actually you are the creator of. And when you would disidentify from the creature that you think you are in the dream, there is an instantaneous realization of the power of God, the love of God, the luminous energy of God that is the creative power that underlies and pervades this hologram, this matrix, this illusion. And that because it originates in pure consciousness, that pure consciousness is able to effect how that appearance actually shows up. And so things that seem to be separate from you and locked into, let's say, parameters of space and time and causality that seem not to be changeable, suddenly are changeable. Just like physical symptoms in the body that you seem to have no control over, once you have realized it, you dreamt it up, you can let it go just like that and be free of it. Because consciousness is the supreme power, but only consciousness that's awakened from believing that it is under the sovereignty of cause and effect. The only sovereign is God, and God dwells in the realm of the miraculous. And therefore, to the extent that we are surrendered to God, we participate in the miraculous nature of the creative power that sustains this universe and is not subject to what we call the laws of nature because they are under the sovereignty of God who is supernatural. And so it is our choice what we want to be ruled by, God or the illusion of material reality. But it's our choice. And once that choice has been made, who is there left to meditate? Who is there left to believe that they must do something to be worthy of God's love or presence or empowerment? because that sense of unworthiness is part of the illusion. Part of the sin is to believe you're a sinner. 
and that must be let go of if we are going to return to the kingdom of heaven. But the ego chooses sin over freedom because freedom is too vast, too infinite. There's nothing to hold on to. You're in free fall, in the infinite void. But that infinite void is only a void to the ego. But to the real self, it's filled with divine power, with love, with joy, with everything you need for blissful beingness that is completely bodiless and independent of causality and that is itself eternity. And so once we have let go of the illusion of being a physical organism, a body, material, in time and space, then the neediness of that body conscious ego falls away and its desires and cravings fall away and its desire to have power over others, to have money, to dominate, all of that falls away. It all becomes boring and irrelevant. And then life begins as a pure passage through infinite love and light and creative wisdom and intelligence and joy and bliss and the powers that pertain to God consciousness that are latent within you that become ever more activated the more you have let go of any sense of separation from that supreme beingness. So tonight, rather than meditating on that, realize that you are that. and dissolve any sense of some biographical history that is based in the body and know that your consciousness is eternal. That you pre-exist the body, you post-exist it, you transcend it in every dimension and what you are has nothing to do with any limited entity of any kind, whether body or soul or even some body of light, but that supreme presence that has no objective reference. That transcends thought, that cannot be conceptualized or described. But which contains the essence of all that is. You are that now, not something you will become. It's that which you have forgotten. Allow yourself to remember. Let's non-meditate together.